Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right, welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. Today, we've got some great topics and great guests for you. We're going to talk about emotional eating. That is a topic that affects so many people, but often goes unnoticed. It's when we turn to food to cope with difficult emotions rather than actually eating because we're hungry, right? It's when we turn to the fridge to avoid feeling a feeling that we don't want to feel. And the problem with this emotional eating is that it often leads to us consuming many more calories than our body needs or can use, which can lead to a whole host of health problems, and of course, obesity, the list goes on and on. So in this episode, we're going to explore some behaviors and thought patterns that may increase our likelihood of becoming an emotional eater and some of the triggers so that we can recognize the pattern before it starts, recognize it in its tracks, stop it in its tracks, and do something 
different, right? Because we all want to get healthy. In fact, you might want to get healthy AF. Yes, that is the name of my course and where some of the topics are coming from today. So we are two months into the new year, which means we are halfway through the Food Heals four-month healthy AF program. And we've got just this incredible group of people that I'm so excited that I get to meet with every single week. And we've had some incredible guest speakers come on and teach as well. So I just feel super compelled to share some highlight clips with you from some of the conversations that we have had in the Healthy AF course. So this is going to be a two-part series, and today we've got four clips from Healthy AF. So in the first two clips, I'll be discussing an overview of how to get healthy AF, what we're doing in the program, what you can do on your own, and then I'll be talking about mindful eating, emotional eating, how to become aware of your emotional eating habits, how to change them with a food and mood journal. Then we've got JJ Flazanes. She'll be discussing self-doubt, avoiding self-sabotage, how emotional healing and the law of attraction really go hand in hand, and the notion that we can't make change if we don't believe we can. We can't make long-lasting, sustainable change when we're doing it from that place of, I'm not good enough, or I'll be good enough when I am fit, when I'm thin, when I'm healthy, whatever, right? Instead, she's going to teach us how to get healthy AF, but come at it from a place of self-love. I don't know about you, but I'd rather get healthy from a place of self-love than self-loathing. And finally, we will end with Laura Powers really talking about how to set healthy boundaries in our lives. Like, what are we accepting in our day-to-day lives and where do we need to put a boundary up? What are we saying yes to? What are we saying no to? And the more yeses we give, that is creating more of that thing. So are we saying yes to the things we want to say yes to, or is it time to say no? So healthy boundaries are very important to our health and wellness. So this is all in part one. And then in the next episode, part two, I've got clips from Stephanie Dreyer discussing how to eat, how to meal prep, how to meal plan, and how to organize your meal prep for the weeks you're in and out of the kitchen in less than two hours And we'll have Ryan White teaching us how to work out, how to get in the right headspace to move our bodies, how to get more active, and the right kind of exercises to do depending on our goals. And if you enjoy these next two episodes and you want to get access to the full replays of all of these programs, plus two months together to get Healthy AF in March and April, you can join Healthy AF right now for just $333. It's over at foodhealsnation.com slash transformation. You'll get access to the last two months of classes and recordings with our Healthy AF experts. Plus, you'll get two months of live coaching with me and other experts for the next two months, foodhealsnation.com slash transformation. And whether you join Healthy AF or not, these clips were just so good. I had to share them with you, Food Heals Nation. I hope you enjoy it. Roll it, Roxy. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. There are four pillars that we're going to focus on during this program. You may know what they are, but I am going to review and I'm going to remind you so that you know what to focus on. And they are functional medicine, peptide therapy, creating game-changing daily habits, and healing our emotional relationship to food. 
right? So those are the four things we're going to focus on. You can participate as much or as little as you want, but the more you participate, the more success that you will have. And if you follow the program, you are guaranteed to have success if you follow it and believe in it. And we're going to talk about the belief. So first step is we are going to be doing functional medicine testing. So you're going to each be working with a functional medicine practitioner, either your own or the one I recommend to determine the perfect diet, supplementation, and hormones for your body. And of course, I have recommendations and discount codes. You know, I work with Dr. Cabral um, and you can work with him too, or you may have your own person that you already love working with. Step two is the peptide therapy. And we know from past podcasts that the weekly peptides can reduce cravings, suppress your appetite and help you achieve your goal weight. And I'm going to share some success stories with you today of people who have already started um, that are in this group, actually. Um, step three is creating these game changing daily habits. So these are the simple things we're going to start incorporating every single day. One of them is going to be reading our affirmations out loud. So today we're going to create our healthy AF affirmations that we're going to read out loud day and night. You can put them in a journal. I read them straight from my phone because my phone is, you know, honestly, one of the first things I check in the morning. So journal it, put it in your computer, put it in your phone, wherever you're going to see it every day, text it to yourself. I don't care. You're going to read it out loud. And then you're going to cultivate that daily practice of moving your body. I don't care if it's work, walking your dog or sweating it out in the gym. Our bodies were meant to move. And so as long as we're moving them, we are working towards our goal and we're adding more vibrancy to our life. We're going to add more plants to our plate. We're going to um, hydrate. And what we're going to do is whatever your body weight is right now, divide it in half and drink that many ounces of water per day. That is going to be your homework to start doing immediately. And then eventually we're going to get into some more other things that we can start like intermittent fasting. And these simple practices will have massive results. And then the last step, and we're going to talk about this throughout the program. So it's not the last step. It's just the last step that I'm talking about at the moment is emotional healing. So a lot of us have poor relationships to, to food. And so we're going to change our relationship to food by identifying what are those underlying emotions that are holding us back from having the healthiest, happiest life. And what are the reasons that we're turning to the fridge 10 times a day? Right. And so we're going to go through here are the practices and steps. When you start getting into that emotional eating that you can do to cut that out, to stop that immediately. And that's going to um, get you healthier and it's going to help you lose weight. Oh, and I forgot to mention that because I'm not at home because of my mold poisoning, I have three dogs. <laughs> so I really do apologize if they bark during this session. And like I said, hopefully by next week, I will be back in my whole home because the mold will be taken care of. And then I'll be able to um, better, better speak to you guys and not have any distractions. So I do apologize if the dogs bark, if it gets super distracting, just pop in the chat and I'll see what I can do about it. But I'm going to try just to talk right through it. Um, and we did just take them out and make them run around. So I was hoping they would just nap the whole time. Anyways. All right. So let me know where you are in the process. I know some people have started, some people haven't. It does not matter. This is this is day one. So if you already started, you're ahead. If you haven't started, you are on time. So if you haven't already and you're going to participate, make sure that you order your peptides and order your first functional medicine testing kit. If you want to pop in the chat where you are, I would love to hear. I know where a couple of people are 
Um, let's see, not everyone I know is on the call where they are. So feel free to pop in the chat where you are if you feel called. Um, okay, yes, Helen, you're on track with the recommendations. Amazing. I know Ashley started early and she's driving, so she's not going to be able to pop in the chat. Um, but uh, I know I'm going to share her story because she started about a little over two weeks ago. Um, all right. So if you haven't already, make sure you order the peptides, the functional medicine kit. If you do the functional medicine testing, the first test that you want to do is the food sensitivity test. If you've already done one, great. I want to hear your results if you're willing to share them. If you haven't done one, that's the first thing you're going to do because we're going to customize your diet based on those food sensitivity results. Because we want to know what are your food sensitivities? What are your food allergies? One time mine was avocado. I did not know that I could not eat avocado every day. I have since healed that. That was years ago. But I'm thinking I'm eating more greens. I'm being healthy. I'm putting more veggies on my plate. And my body was like, no, we are not processing this correctly. And so sometimes we're like doing our best to eat healthy and add more plants and it's the wrong kind of plant. So we want to customize the diet for you because there's no perfect diet for everybody. So I'll pop the link in the chat. And remember, you can use the code foodheals 10 to save 10% off. Um, Ryan says, just getting started, no worries. So Ryan, either and anyone else who's just getting started, um, work with someone that you trust or work with Dr. Cabral. I just popped the link in the chat. And when you order the food sensitivity test, you also get a 30 minute call with someone from Dr. Cabral's team. Um, so that's awesome because they're really going to help you shape it. I'm not a functional medicine doctor. So you're going to work with your functional medicine doctor, your practitioner, your person at Dr. Cabral's to take the test. And then once you get the results, we're going to be keeping you accountable for getting the right foods onto your plate. Okay. What is next? All right. If you are doing the peptide therapy, you can work with Allegro Health. You know, um, I just interviewed uh, Dr. Gabriella Waldman on the podcast. If you haven't listened to that, it's a couple of episodes back. So you can learn all about the peptide therapy, but you have to live in one of the approved states. So if you don't, you have to find someone in your area. They are doing these peptide therapies everywhere now. Like I cannot tell you how much I'm hearing about this. They're at, um, what are they called? Med spas now. Like everyone is doing them. So there's probably somebody near you that you can do it. But if you want to work with Allegro Health, who I recommend, if you're in one of the um, approved states, you can uh, book your call. Let me pop this in the chat. And if you say food heals, you do get a free gift. So let me pop that in the chat. Okay. So go ahead and get those started if you haven't already. And if you haven't, don't worry, you're perfectly on time. So I wanted to give you some updates. I'm going to scoot closer. Now the dog's not under my legs. <laughs> I was like, can you move? Like I need to get closer to read my notes. Um, an update on the peptide therapy. As of this recording, it has been exactly three months and two days, and I am down 20 pounds. I am back to my high school weight. I'm feeling great. I'm eating less. And Ashley, who's on the call today, but she's driving. So she says, hi, everyone. Um, but she gave me permission to give her update as well. She started on the peptides two weeks ago, and she has lost six pounds. And she said that the biggest thing that she has noticed is that she's just not thinking about food all the time. And so it's allowing her to create healthier eating patterns. Ashley's like me, she's already plant-based. She already eats really well, right? But she's eating more. I'm eating more. I was, excuse me, eating more, even if it was more of the healthy stuff. And so it's like, that's when we're, we're turning the fridge 10 times a day, right? Because we don't want to feel a feeling or we don't want to deal with something, right? So we're doing it. It's an emotional trigger. It's an emotional eating. 
And so way to go, Ashley. I'm really happy to hear that. If anyone else has started the peptide therapy and want to share how it's going, feel free to pop it in the chat or share at the end. But um, I know a lot of you haven't started yet. Um, and I know some people aren't going to partake, so that's totally fine. But I wanted to share some of the results that we are seeing so far. And Ashley's experience has been very similar to mine so far, because um, remember, it's like, when we do turn to the fridge 10 times a day, or we walk into the kitchen, sometimes you're just in a daze, you're like, open the fridge. It's because we're stressed or because we are avoiding a feeling that we don't want to feel. That was what the emotional eating is. It is a distraction, right? And so when we want to, when we are avoiding a feeling we don't want to feel, we need to ask ourselves instead of opening the fridge and trying to temporarily numb ourselves or avoid that thing, you go, all right, what am I avoiding right now? You've got to deal with it. And when you deal with it, it's so much better than avoiding. It's so much better than avoiding it, right? It's, it's that temporary satisfaction is what ends up packing on the pounds. So what can you do instead? You can write in your journal. Um, you can call a friend who cares about you, who understands your situation. You try to get to the bottom of what it is that's bothering you. And very often after we journal about a situation or meditate about that situation or share it with a friend who cares about us, we can reframe it. We can find that solution. Or at the very least, we create an awareness of it or a perspective we didn't have before. And that can kill the cravings that we thought we had. And then you're like, oh, I'm not going in the fridge for food anymore. And now this work is very deep and we're, I'm going to talk about it a lot. So first know in the course, this is more overview. We will go more deeply into this work for those who are really struggling with this and how to end those emotional eating patterns for good. But the great thing about the peptide therapy that I've experienced that Gabriella talked about that Ashley's experience is it actually helps curb those emotional eating stress, like those, those patterns in its tracks doesn't mean the stress goes away or the problem goes away, but it does mean you will stop packing on the pounds and start losing the weight more quickly. Once you get started on the peptides. And if you're not participating in those, the peptides or the functional medicine there uh, testing, that's okay. Um, but the rest of the steps will work and you can be here for the accountability, but those are the two things that are going to be the next level changes that you make in your life. Now, the daily habits, if you do all five of the things that we talked about, which is um, the water, the walking or exercising, um, the uh, um, affirmations in your phone and you know intermittent fasting, then you're gonna have game-changing results. So wherever you are, how mu however much you're gonna participate, you are gonna have results, but I know not everyone is gonna do everything. Um, but what I wanna start with, this is really the beginning now, that was more overview. overview. So I wanna talk about setting intentions because whatever it is in the world, doesn't even have to be health, it could be wealth, it could be job, it could be love, it could be anything. Whatever it is that we want to create, we cannot create from a plaque place of lack or misbelief or judgment or negativity. So I invite you right now, take a deep breath and see yourself right now as that healthy, happy, vibrant person that you are, but that you wish to be by the end of this course or sooner. It's going to happen sooner. But anyways, see yourself in your mind at your perfect weight, full of energy, feeling good, enjoying your life, walking down the street with confidence, getting amazing sleep, waking up excited for the day and anything else that you personally want to accomplish by the end of the course. So this is what we're going to do. I want you to either write in a journal 
or in your phone or in your computer, your I am statements, your affirmations. I'm going to call them from now on your healthy AF affirmations. So when I refer to that, that's what I'm talking about. So in the present tense, um, you're going to write down what are the affirmations and I'll give you a few and then you can use them. You can whatever, like make up, make them your own, use mine if you want, make them your own. Um, and you're going to read them aloud every morning and every night. And you can add to these as you go. New ones will come up as you get excited. Like, Oh, what else do I want to feel? How good do I want to feel? What else do I want to do? Right. And so I, just, uh, I should check the waiting room. Oh, sorry. Oh, something popped up, but it wasn't that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's think of some I am affirmations. And if you have any you want to share, feel free to pop them in the chat. I am in perfect health. I have more energy than ever. I feel like I'm 25 again. Um, my, my body feels so good every day. I wake up absolutely refreshed and excited. I have achieved my perfect weight. My body functions optimally, um, whatever whatever those are for you. This is your homework. You don't have to do it right now, but you can start thinking. And if any come to you, just pop them in your phone or write them down. Write down your affirmations, put, put them in your phone in the present tense, okay? And that's what I want you to do after this call or tonight, whenever you have time, don't overthink it. Just whatever comes to you, that's it. And then if more come to you in a couple of weeks, just add to it. And by the end, you're going to have this beautiful, I am, um, collection of beautiful affirmations. Now writing is extremely powerful. So I love putting them in the phone and reading them out loud, but also if you could write them every day, that's kind of a bonus, right? If you don't believe um, me about writing, get the book. It's by Henriette Ann Klauser. Um, write it down, make it happen. And when you get that book, it will help you understand the power of writing, but also speaking out loud. Our intentions are very, very um, powerful. So I want you to think about when can you write it, put it in the phone, put it in the computer, but also be saying it out loud twice a day, every morning, every night. And also you guys know this, but it has to be said, your thoughts are powerful. Your thoughts are more powerful than anything else. They are more powerful than going to the gym. They are more powerful than eating vegan food. They are more powerful than any action step that you can take. So when you're going through this process, inevitably, probably some negative thoughts are going to come in. Um, so what we want to train ourselves to do is to delete the negative thoughts and reframe them. Just remember, you are the creator and the director of your life. So don't direct that movie in a way that you don't want that movie to end. Direct that movie like you're like, this is my life. I'm the orchestrator. I'm the producer. I'm the creator. I'm the director. And I know that it's going to be impossible to control every thought we have. Things are going to come. Things are going to happen. But if you're following the steps in these pro in this program, you will succeed. But you have to believe that you will. So you have to suspend all the non-beliefs that it, all the beliefs that it won't. So anytime you have a negative thought like, oh, this isn't working. Who am I to be healthy? Who am I to be thin? What will people think? When I lose weight, oh, I'm always sick. I've always been sick. I'll, I've always, I always will be sick. I'm too old to get healthy. I'm too old to look like that. I've been overweight for so long. I've been tired for so long. This will never work. I'm, I'm tired all the time. Whatever it is, release it. Catch yourself, and then counteract it with the opposite thought. 
Go and read your healthy AF. I am affirmations. Okay. Every single time make this a habit and that will help you to start banishing those negative thoughts. And when you say more attractive thoughts, you attract more attractive thoughts. Like attracts like. So I want you to be very good about and very strategic about saying your affirmations twice a day and also anytime negative thinking gets you. And this can apply to anything, not just this program. This can apply to a stressful work day. This can apply to um, a fight with a partner. This can apply to anything. When you feel that negativity, counteract it. Okay. And I'm not saying that you have to get grateful for everything you've ever had in your life. You're welcome to practice gratitude, but I'm saying you are the director and I want you to find the power in that. I am the director of this body. I am the director of my health. I am the director of this life. And therefore I accept nothing less than exactly what I am here to create. I want you to get sassy with it. Okay. That is how we're going to get healthy AF in four months or less. And I'm thinking less, but we got four months here. And then of course you'll go on from there with all of these tools. Um, if you need help understanding how much your thoughts affect your reality, I recommend reading the law of attraction. And that is by Esther and Jerry Hicks. Um, if there's any um, Abraham Hicks fans in the house, feel free to pop in the chat, uh, your favorite book or anything you like. Those are something that I can listen to on audible kind of on repeat because the teachings are so powerful and it's a good reminder. Repetition is the fastest way to change our lives. So instead of repeating, I am poor, I am fat, I am lonely, I am whatever. We want to repeat, repeat, I am abundant, I am healthy, I am happy, I am joyful, I am my perfect ideal body weight, whatever that is for you. You are the creator of your reality, so let's create perfect health. Food Heals Nation, you heard my incredible interview with Joe Sheehy from Cured Nutrition, one of my new faves. But one of the products I've got to share with you today is Cured Nutrition's Calm CBD Caps. Calm CBD Caps have amazing full-spectrum whole plant extract ingredients. One of them is hemp. Hemp is a bioaccumulator, meaning it has the ability to absorb both the good and the bad from the air, the water, and the soil which it was grown. So what does that mean? That means it's very important where it was grown, right? That makes it vital to ensure that all your CBD products come from organically grown hemp that can be traced back to a farm here in the U.S. Thankfully, with Cured, you don't have to look far because Cured's hemp is actually locally sourced from local farms in their own backyard. Pure Colorado Grown Bliss. And the Calm CBD caps are great for calming you down when you're in a stressful situation or before a meditation or even a nap. You can expect to feel your mind and body slip into a deep and highly functioning state of relaxation. So you don't have to take a nap, but you're going to feel more relaxed throughout your day. Right now, Food Heals Nation Cured Nutrition is extending an exclusive offer for you. You can grab your Calm CBD caps at curednutrition.com, use the coupon code FOODHEALS at checkout, and you'll save 20%. Now, remember, before, I only had a 10% code. I got you a 20% code, Food Heals Nation. So go to curednutrition.com, use the coupon code 
Food Heals, you'll get 20% off your Calm CBD caps. You can also get 20% off their other amazing products, like their Sleep Bundle, like their Serenity Gummies, which I've been taking nightly, which is giving me beautiful, vivid dreams, like their CBN Night Oil, like their Rise, which is a nootropic with lion's mane and cordyceps and rhodiola and ginseng and broad-spectrum CBD. It's all over at curednutrition.com. Use the discount code FOODHEALS and save 20% off your order. Next up, another clip from Healthy AF where I'm discussing how to become mindful of our food-related emotional eating habits so that we can be empowered to change them. If you want access to all the trainings plus two months of live coaching calls for the months of March and April, go to foodhealsnation.com slash transformation and sign up now for just $333 and let's get healthy AF together. Roll it, Roxy. The theme that really came to me for today was becoming mindful of our food-related a food related emotional eating habit. So that's, we talked about this a little bit before, but I think it's something that you need to hear and practice regularly in order to create new habits around the way that we eat. Because obviously I'm the food heals girl and I'm going to encourage you to put more plants on your plate, but it's also about so much more than that. It's very often about why we're heading to the fridge, why we're putting certain foods on our plate, why we're craving certain things while we're eating in between mealtimes, but it's not necessarily out of hunger. It's out of something else. So we're going to talk about that and then how to become mindful of them so you can recognize them, change the patterns in their tracks. We're going to talk about journaling as well. Um, but let's start with like, let me check the way. Okay. What let me pull this up so I can kind of see both. Okay, that should do it. Um, what is mindful eating? So mindful eating is when we're paying attention to our food, when we're eating with purpose, when we're enjoying every single bite, enjoying the flavors, not eating, shoving in food because we have to go back to work or shoving in food because we're in a hurry or you know we have to eat before that next call or mindlessly watching true crime shows at midnight, just eating some food because it's an escape from our day or whatever that might be. That's not mindful eating. And mindful eating is also about non-judgment, right? So it's just about being very present and eating with purpose. And it's an approach to food that's really finding the sensual awareness of the food and our experience with the food. It's like when you go on a trip and you eat the local cuisine and every bite is divine and the chef there is a local in Italy or wherever you are. And it's just this a divine experience. Why can't we have that divine experience with our food every day and make it something amazing to look forward to and not something that we have to do or we get to do because we've had a hard day, right? So it's like like reframing. And so the intention here is to help us save a, savor our experience with food and encourage our full presence during our eating experiences. And listening to our bodies, our bodies are always speaking to us. Our bodies will absolutely tell us if a food that we're not eating, uh, that we're eating is not good for us, is not nourishing us. Our bodies tell us when we're full right? That's why they say 20 minutes before you're full, stop eating because sometimes it's on delay, right? But our bodies are always communicating, but are we actually listening? Are we letting our intuition around food 
guide us. So when we're talking about the conversation of food and intuition, very often it's the opposite state of being guided. It's I need to eat all the things because I have to do all the things. I have to be in control. I have to manipulate this area of my life. So whether that's suppressing the food or eating a certain amount of calories or putting it in this time window, I have to do it so that I don't fall apart again. Right. Um, and this can be controlling, not eating, overeating, binging, purging, cravings. It's a control mechanism. That is keeping us away from our allowing state, from our allowingness of naturally being guided, of naturally listening to our bodies and getting healthy as AF or losing weight <laughs> in, in this course. It's not about deprivation, even though you may learn to eat less. It's not about deprivation. It's learning how to listen to our intuition when it comes to our food. So we know when we're actually hungry, when we know when we should go into cravings, because maybe we're craving something nutritious um, and how to eat until we're fully full and actually satisfied. And I remember my dad surprisingly was very good at this. We would go to a restaurant. He was a great cook if we were eating at home and he'd always say, I enjoyed it. I've had sufficient. He always said, I've had sufficient. He was not an overeater and I'm not saying he ate the best food all the time. Obviously he had cancer. So, um, diet is a contributor to that, but I always think about that when I start feeling full, I'm like, have I, I had sufficient and why am I feeling the need when I feel full to keep a going? Did I enjoy it? Yes. Have I had sufficient? Yeah. So asking yourself that question, that's, um, a lesson from my father that I want to impart onto you that I always think about. Because your intuition will teach you when to stop overeating. So we got to trust that. And, oh, I got someone in the waiting room. There we go. <laughs> All right. There we go. Welcome, Ashley. All right. So your intuition will teach you when to stop eating. And when we open up to that inner state of awareness, that's when the shift occurs. Real change happens the moment that you say, I'm eating to nourish my body, to nourish every single organ, because I know, like Ali says, that food heals. So I'm going to enjoy this, right? And with that awareness comes the power to shift. And that's when we be, become being guided by our inner guidance and not our ego. And that's when we stop living in separation. Most people live in separation in a separated state, but we have the power to change that. We can live in our present moment. We can feel divinely connected to choose what to put on our plate, to choose when to stop eating. And so the key for me, when I want to connect with my inner guide, my inner knowing, my innate wisdom, that for me is through meditation. I happen to know that the key for Ashley, who's in this group, maybe she'll tell us about it later, is get, the way she gets connected is through journaling and asking to receive messages from her guides, from her inner wisdom. And so what is that for you? And we'll give you lots of tools and then you can pick and choose what works for me. And if you want to pop something in the chat that works for you, go for it. I know Faith it has a lot of tools for this. She is a spiritual counselor who could be teaching this class right now. Um, um, she's in this group as well, if you need anyone. So think about what is the way that I connect? Some people it's through music, journaling, meditation. Um, and what, what is it when we connect? It's remembering who we are and aligning to pure love. 
When we are in that state and we remember who we are and we lean towards love, unhealthy eating patterns cannot survive. They have to dissipate in that moment. Unhealthy eating behaviors and patterns and control and all the things we were talking about, overeating, binge eating, not eating, um, food addictions, alcohol addictions cannot exist when we are in alignment with love. When we are in that present, we are, when we are divinely connected, I was just talking to faith about this the other day. Like I said, my spiritual counselor, if you need someone and like traditional therapy isn't working, hire her. She's in this group. Um, she could post in the chat about how to reach her. If we are, this is what we were talking about. Cause I was feeling this lack mentality. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be. I'm in lack. And we were talking about when you are present and in an abundance mentality, lack cannot resist. She said, Ali, remember when you were this person who got whatever she wanted, who did whatever she wanted. There was no lack because there was no room for lack. There was no lack thoughts. There was only abundance. It's the same with health. If we're in a healthy mentality, sickness cannot exist, right? So if I'm experiencing pure health in this moment, Moment, sickness cannot exist. It must dissipate. And it goes the other way too. So when we're in a lack mentality, abundance cannot exist. When we're in a sick mentality, health cannot exist. So it's up in every moment to choose. All we have is this present moment right now. So I'm going to choose health. How about you? I'm going to choose to breathe we need oxygen to survive. Breath is our life. Breath is our life force. The breath of life is truly divine. We can breathe through anything. If you're having a panic attack or anxiety or in stress mode or in my type A crazy mode that I get into, I can breathe through it. All we have to do is heal the blocks to the presence of love through breath to the health and love within us. When we breathe, we heal. That's why meditation and breath work and exercise, I'm sure Ryan can speak to that, are divinely healing. So how are you working on your healing each day of this healthy AF journey that we are all on together? When we heal, there is no room for emotional eating. When we are in that healed state, in that presence of love, in that presence of being with our inner guides and inner knowing, there is no space for overeating or controlling our food intake or food addictions. If we are in that healed state, the, there's no need. We don't feel the need to control our feelings or to numb our feelings with food or food addictions or even smartphones, alcohol, shopping, whatever addictions we have, right? We don't feel the need or even to deprive ourselves from food. We don't feel the need when we are healed, when we are healing. The feelings, the needs to control, numb, and avoid dissipate. There's no room for them. They cannot exist in that presence of your all-knowing, loving self. So how do we get into that state? Like I said, journaling. Ashley, maybe we can talk about that. Um, meditation, breath work, breathing, exercise. Maybe Ryan can talk about that. Uh, feel free to pop in the chat if you have anything. I don't think there's anything in the chat. I know Faith's got a lot of tools for these as well. Um, ask yourself, remind yourself every single day why you're doing this. Why are you getting healthy? What is your mission in this life? Who are you living for? Your family, your career, your kids? What is your mission? What is your why, right? You know, my story, losing my parents is what catapulted me on this mission to help other people heal because I realized that my parents were lied to. I realized the body was designed to heal itself when given the tools that it needed to do so. And it was my mission to shout that 
from the rooftop. So I got to take care of this body so I can do that work in the world to serve those who I am here to serve. So I can't be having a sugar addiction, drowning down my energy, right? I can't have past trauma weighing down my spirit. And so it is imperative that I'm working on healing myself and my body every day, healing my relationship with food, healing my relationship with trauma, healing my relationship with whatever it is that is holding me back from thriving so I can help others do the same and live in my mission. I have to have a clean vessel, a clean body so that I can help others do the same. So what is your mission? What is your why? You can pop it in the chat or you can just go inward and use that as a place to start thinking about when you're like, oh, I'm so out of my alignment right now. How do I get that? Remember what your mission is. Why are you doing this? What's your, why do you want to get healthy? Is it so you can run around with your kids? Like, what is it? Write about it, meditate over it, dance to it. I don't care, but that will get you into a different state. And in that state, that's where the worries and the anxiety and the depression and all of the things, the need to control dissipate. And then sometimes it can be scary because we go, oh my God, if I get healthy and I can help people, what if I get too big? What if I shine too bright? That is so scary. We don't often even want to take on the responsibility of our own greatness, what exists within us and that it scares us, right? And so we shut it down. And so that that divine light, that reason you're here stops being able to come through because we've shut it down. We're self-sabotaging with food or with addictions, right? When we're afraid of our power and greatness and potential. And that fear helps assist in the bad habits and the bad programming and the addictions, right? The power of your spirit cannot come through when we're shut down, when we're controlling, when we're numbing, when we're worrying right? And we're talking about food here, but it's the same with all of our addictions. Like I said earlier, um, could be shopping, drugs, smartphone, alcohol, over-exercising. Um, you know, that's where a lot of, uh, what are they called? Like anorexia and all of those types of controlling diseases come from, right? So, for the next part of our healthy AF journey, we are, we're going to start with an easy form of meditation that everyone can do. This is so easy. I'm not going to tell you to sit there like a Buddha and quiet your mind and go, I have no thoughts today because I know that does not work. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start just simply practicing mindfulness. So when I started at the beginning, we talked about mindful eating, eating mindfully. So mindfulness is the ability to be fully present, fully aware of where we are, what we're doing, what's happening around us and not having a judgmental reaction to it. Right. And mindfulness is something that we naturally possess, but it's much more readily available to us when we practice it on a daily basis. So each moment when you get that food, ask yourself, oh my gosh, why did I put these delicious plantains on my plate and how are they going to serve me today? And oh, let me just enjoy every delicious bite. Like I gave you that visual of um, sitting in Italy and being served by the local chef who makes the cuisine straight from his garden. You're enjoying every bite or maybe it's straight from your garden. You're having an amazing, visceral, delicious experience with the food. What if every meal could be that amazing and we could look forward to it that way instead of looking forward to it as oh my god I have to eat food to shut down my mind or as a reward after a hard day it changes the entire reasoning behind the eating and that changes every time you go to the fridge and you go 
why am I doing this? And do I need to do this? And what can I do instead? And anytime you bring awareness to what you're directly experiencing, you're being mindful. And when you train your brain to be mindful, you're actually remodeling the physical structure of your brain, like, right. And helping create those new patterns of behavior every single time you practice. So this is a practice, just like yoga is a practice, just like anything you do daily to get better at it is a practice. Like you went to school to get that degree. You had to practice that thing to become an expert at it in order to graduate. So this is a practice. So Let's just start healthy AF. Your next assignment is to practice mindful eating, being aware of your food choices, what you put on your plate, your food portion size, how much you put on your plate, why you're eating what you're eating. Is it because you're truly hungry and it's dinner time? Or is it because I'm trying to avoid a feeling I don't want to feel I'm trying to control something, right? So that mindful eating is actually the way you get the control that you seek, right? (laughs) Mindful eating is great for helping with many of your goals, like weight loss, reducing binge eating, making poor food choices. Because when you become mindful, you start to put better food on your plate. You're going to start to put more plants on your plate. You're going to start to help your digestion. You're going to start to heal your gut. You're going to start to crave other things like maybe exercising, healthier food. You might even crave kale. I don't know. Maybe some quinoa. It's just going to help you feel better all around. So when you first practice, you don't have to do this every time, but give yourself an assignment. I'm going to do this once per week. If you need to start, I was going to say once per day, if you need to start with once per week, you do you, but turn off all the distractions, turn off the phone, turn off the podcast, even food heals. I know I said it, um, turn off the television, (laughs) turn off the computer, turn off the ding, ding, all the things that are going to distract you and have an experience with your food. I will allow music because music can help maybe a meditation. Okay. I'll allow it. Okay. I'll allow it. But really I want you to just practice this and see what your experience is. And then you can journal about it. Um, so let's go to journaling. And, um, if anyone wants to share their experience with journaling, you're more than welcome to, because everyone has different ways that they journal, but for what this, for our purposes in this group, it's not about a diary of here's what happened today. And it's not that diary you helped you kept in high school. It's really keeping, um, I call it a food and mood journal. So that's how we recognize our food and mood related patterns. So this is how we go. When I ate that food, I felt like this. You can recognize, oh my goodness. Every time I have this coffee drink or this whatever, I then feel this way. So that's when you start realizing maybe I have a problem with this food. Maybe this food is not serving me. Maybe, um, Every time I eat this, it could be avocado. I think I told you guys last time that I found out through functional medicine testing that I had a um, food sensitivity to avocado. I could have figured that out through a food journal a lot cheap, more cheaply if I had just done this practice. So when we're eating our food, I want you to write a food journal. I want you to write about the experience if you were able to do a meditative practice with your food or a more, I would say, mindful practice with your food. And I want you to write down, how did you feel an hour after you ate that food? How did you feel three hours after you ate that food? Ate that food, excuse me. If you started having gas, bloating, um, getting a headache, all of that, all of those things, write it down. Then once you've done this for like two weeks or even less, sometimes you'll start to see patterns and go, Oh my gosh, every time I have that four o'clock tea, I get, I feel better. Or 
I get bloated or whatever it might be. When you recognize those patterns, you can change the habits so that you can create the perfect diet for you, which we're also going to do with the functional medicine testing. So if you haven't done that, remember to go ahead and get started with that. I sent all the links out. If you need them again, just let me know. No problem. And if you're working with someone on your own, no problem. But we want to make sure you get that food allergy and food sensitivities test to start. And then I want you to start journaling because you'll get the results faster from the journal than you will from the test, but the test will tell you stuff that your journaling might not. So these two things really do go hand in hand during this process. Um, so back to the food and mood journal. These are super powerful. They're going to help you with recognizing your patterns. They're going to help you with regulating your digestion. They're going to help you with losing weight. They're going to help you with whatever your goals are. Write your goals at the top of your journal. Write them each day. What are your goals? They can change. That's okay. Um, but it, if you're looking at, let's say, weight loss, did you know the American Journal of Preventative Medicine did a study and found that people who kept a food journal lost twice as much weight as those who didn't. So those of you who are doing the peptides, I know your goal, one of your major goals is to lose weight. Keep that food journal, right? Because this is going to assist in that process. And the mood journal can even help as a tool to treat depression, anxiety. It can help us understand our motivations of why we're eating, right? If you go to the fridge and you make a snack and it's unhealthy, the, I, I don't want you to judge it. I want you to write about it. Okay. Why did you do that? Right. And it's not to, to judge yourself, but it's to deeply connect with yourself and go, I did that because I wanted to avoid doing the work that I had to do. I did that because I wanted to avoid having that conversation with my sister that about that really hard thing that I know I have to add, whatever that is. And then you can go, what can I do next time? Instead of turning to the fridge, the peptides are going to help you turn to the fridge less, but we also got to work on the emotions. Cause when we take the peptides away, we got to make sure that the emotional work is done so that we don't reintroduce new patterns. If we get off of the peptides or we get out of the healthy AF program. You don't have the support of this group anymore, right? All right. So what else? In the journal, what I want to be clear about, this is not healthy AF in general is not about tracking calories. This is not about Weight Watchers points. This is not about counting carbs or fats or anything like that. If you want a program like that, they exist go talk to somebody else. This is not that. Instead, we are tracking things like our hunger, our fullness, our cravings, our feelings, our satisfaction, our emotions, any judgments we make, anything good or bad that we make about the meals. This is just getting us curious to recognize patterns so that we can keep the ones we like and get rid of the ones that we don't. This is not about being critical or judgmental. This is about being mindful about the way that we eat. This is about tracking our mood. This is about tracking about how we feel after we eat that thing. So if we experience, I feel full, I feel gas, I feel bloating, we can recognize what's the food trigger. It could be broccoli, right? Um, so sometimes we're eating good, green, healthy food, and then we find out it's not the food for us. And that's what a food journal is. Heels Nation, I've got some super special announcements and discounts from our friends at Organifi. Join Organifi Thursday, March 16th, 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. PST for their first ever women's wellness webinar. They will deep dive into topics like diet, hormones, fasting, herbs, adaptogens, superfoods, and more. And here's the best part. Any purchase from their women's wellness collection gets you a free pass for this unprecedented event. And one lucky attendee will win a prize package worth more than $200. 
$25. So mark your calendars and go to OrganifiShop.com slash FoodHeals. And if you purchase the Women's Power Stack, the Glow, the Harmony, the Green Juice, the Women's Wellness Kit, or the Ultimate Women's Wellness Kit, you will get your ticket to the Women's Wellness webinar. And of course, as always, you'll save 20% off your purchase using the discount code FOODHEALS. But wait, I'm not done. There's more. Organifi has got some amazing specials just for you, Food Heals Nation. So write these down. Friday, March 3rd to Wednesday, March 8th, you can get a $10 gift card with any purchase. So you can use that gift card on future orders. Then Friday, March 10th to Monday, March 13th, they're doing the limited release of gold pumpkin spice. That is so good. It's like a turmeric tea latte. That is their fall seasonal favorite blend. And that is just available for those three days only. Then Friday, March 17th to Monday, March 20th, you can get free shipping on Organifi's Reset and Unwind stack. The Reset and Unwind stack includes two of my favorite products, the green juice and the gold. So you take the green juice first thing in the morning, and then you take the gold last thing before getting ready for bed. And these adaptogenic superfoods give your day the perfect start and end. You get a morning reset with detoxifying greens and a nightly restore with soothing adaptogens. And finally, Friday, March 24th to Tuesday, March 28th, you can build a kit and save 30% when you choose three. You'll get my 20% off plus an additional 10% off for a total of 30% when you choose three products from OrganifiShop.com slash pages slash build dash a dash bundle. So you can choose from an array of options like the green juice, the red juice, the harmony, the glow, the protein, the gold, the pure, the list goes on and on. And of course, as always, all month long, you can save 20% off at OrganifiShop.com slash heals. Next up, I've got JJ Flazanes talking about how to avoid self-sabotage by cultivating self-love. It's another clip from the Healthy AF program. If you want access to all the trainings, plus two months of live coaching calls, go to foodhealsnation.com slash transformation. Sign up. You'll get all the previous recordings, all the courses, and you'll get two months live coaching calls on Wednesdays. It's just $333 and we can get healthy AF together over the next two months and you'll get uh, over 16 courses, 16 classes as well. One of the things that, and I'm now working with Dr. Um, William Davis more closely, he, he's the one that wrote Wheat Belly and uh, Undoctored and Supergut. And uh, he has a huge community of people that have been following his sort of wheat-free, grain-free programs. And and he and I have become friends and, and colleagues, and he's actually going to be sort of sending out for me to have people. Yeah, I love I love him too, because uh, he's not a conventional doctor. Like I thought, oh my God, and then I read on doctor and I was like, oh my God, like he's on the same page. Uh, and so uh, what I what came up with he and I was his people who follow these programs. And this is how, what I learned in the personal training world. You can have the perfect plan, whether you commit to it and do it is the, is the question, right? So, and, and then it's like, well, why? And that was what I was obsessed with for so many years as a personal trainer, which is why I kind of left that because it wasn't just about white knuckling through discipline and the doing, because I see it in cancer patients that go and have these amazing protocols, but the protocols cause them stress and the protocols don't help them heal their cancers, 
because they never become in a state of parasympathetic nervous system to allow the healing to happen. Their actual bubble and their container of their emotional state doesn't move into a healing state because it, the, the protocols, if you will, add stress levels. So one of the topics that I did recently with Dr. Davis is called Why You Sabotage the Diet. And I have an entire podcast episode about it, which is over an hour long. So again, another free resource that you're welcome to go listen to because we're never going to be able to cover all the things I talk about in that. But I want to kind of dive into that and then give you one more free resource to kind of look into. So self-doubt and like in the self-sabotage piece, we have any time in life, and I'm going to use a lot of different modalities right now to explain because forget the protocol, forget what you're concentrating on. It's whether you do it or not, right? That's what we're looking at. Not the content of what, because I'm on a detox as of right now as we're speaking and it's super cool. But I also, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'm going to continue it a little bit longer to see like what more I can get out of it. And I recognize that I'm in a perfect place to say, eh, I'm tired. I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, I want to eat. I'm, I want to use alcohol or food to numb my emotions. And I want to just, you know, I'm feeling restricted, which I'm not, by the way. So it's whether we actually head down onto the path that we're on and, and what we do with it and how we are with ourselves. If we're hard on ourselves, if we're loving with ourselves, my first book's called Fit to Love, How to Get Physically, Emotionally, and Spiritually Fit to, to Attract mm-hmm. Love of Your Life. And the secret is the love of your life is you. And as a trainer, I'd walk into the, into the gym and feel the difference between people who were there because they didn't like themselves and they thought losing weight would make them lovable and it would make them like themselves. And so they'd be on the treadmill being like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. And I could feel that. And that's never a place you can sustain your, your higher self, your inner being, your subconscious, your intuition, your cells of your body know that that is not something we strive towards. You're never going to move closer to something that feels unsafe and judgmental and lack of love. So even though it can work, you can force yourself into exercising and doing the thing and hating it all the way. As long as you're disconnected from who you really are, and this is not about self-care and self-love, but it's about becoming lovable and and, and getting over the self-hatred piece, that will not be sustainable and you will resist it and you will probably sabotage it because the messages you keep imprinting, you keep grounding, you keep anchoring into yourselves is that you are not good enough the way that you are. So every time you look at exercise or a protocol and you go, oh, I have to do this because I'm fat and nobody will love me and I hate me and I don't fit in my clothes. And if I don't lose weight, then God, I'll, you know, I, I just won't love myself. I have to do this. Okay. That energy right there is not motivating and it isn't sustainable. And you're literally going to be like, no, I don't want to do that. Why? Because your higher being knows that you are lovable the way you are. So on a law of attraction side, you have to feel the feelings before you can get the results. You have to feel vibrant, healthy, and perfect just the way you are before you're gonna even attract some kind of sustainable routine that you're gonna commit to because it makes you feel good, not because it makes you feel bad and it activates all these subconscious beliefs. So the other level of why we sabotage is because Gay Hendricks wrote a book called The Big Leap and he calls it Upper Limit. And uh, I use it a lot in all the work that I do, all the coaching programs and stuff that I do with people in my mastermind, because you need to know why you upper limit and how you upper limit. We're not going to get more than what we have if we don't identify. It's like, to me, it was the perfect combination of taking a law of attraction mentality of being in alignment, having positive emotions and thoughts and feeling amazing, feeling free, feeling love and feeling joy. And then having someone say, okay, but I'm doing that, but I'm not getting what I want. Or I get it. But then I, but then I, I sabotage it and I don't sustain it. It's like people that win the lottery and they can't keep it. 
because they don't feel like they deserved it or they earned it or they worked for it. They went from whatever financial situation to all of a sudden they have all this money and maybe there's guilt that sets in or maybe they don't, you know, they're overwhelmed, but all these emotions happen. And what didn't happen is they didn't increase their container of receiving. They did not. I mean, they did in that moment. They were in alignment when they won. But now they're and now they're in a place where they're not unfamiliar. They're ha- they have no tools, no skills. They're not strong enough to hold this bigger level of a container to allow this in w- and have it feel good. What happens is it activates all these underlying core wounds and deservability and all that kind of stuff that then makes you sabotage it. So when we look at upper limits, we in order for us to get more than what we have, we have to grow into being able to to, to hold it, to get it and to hold it. And so that's how I use sort of that work combined with law of attraction, because it's not about affirmations, although affirmations are good. I'm not saying don't do affirmations, but if you're in a bad mood, don't do affirmations because you're in a bad mood. Like figure out why you're in a bad mood and figure out how to pivot and feel better before you anchor in words over bad feelings because your energy is off. The whole point of this isn't about words. It's about how you feel. That's the juice. That's the, that's the chi. That's the energy that like puts the signal out into the world, right? That of whatever it is that you're thinking or feeling. That's why in Abraham terms, you get what you are thinking about, whether you want it or not, because it's what you're feeling about, not what you're thinking about. That's why I, this is why I do appreciation journals versus gratitude journals, because most people, most people do gratitude, but what they really are thinking about when they say I'm grateful, they're thinking about the bad thing. They go, they go, oh, I'm grateful for this place that I am now because it was really bad before. So what are you doing? You're activating the bad thing that was before, not the happy thing. So I use appreciation instead of gratitude because I want it cleaner. I don't want to pull in negative contrasting feelings and, and memories to activate and to color what I'm trying to bring in because usually that's heavier than this other thing that you're saying. Uh, it's usually a stronger momentum on the negative side than the positive side. But if you can be cleaner and say, I appreciate, I appreciate can be, because again, depending on it's your vibration, it's not about the words, but you know, feel into what feels lighter. Is it lighter to say, I have gratitude? I feel, I think it just feel gratitude feels heavy to me or I appreciate, appreciate just feels lighter to me. So I, I, but you have to check yourself because it's, again, it's not about the words, it's about the feeling and emotion that you attach to it. It's the energy that fuels the attraction piece by the words that you use, but, but what they mean to you, how you feel about it, how, what you emanate from it, how it affects your physical body. So when we look at why do I sabotage going back to Helen, the things that you said to kind of kick this off and get this started for me in terms of a direction and a focal point, when we don't believe we're worth enough, when we're not worthy, and that's another tool, like I do a lot of core wound work. Um, I guess if any of you have been in, I'll give you another resource. Um, I do have a podcast, so, um, but these are more specific, either episodes or places to go to get more about the little things that I'm talking about right now, since we don't have a ton of time to kind of dive into them. But uh, you know, I've had a lot of my listeners over the years come to me after being in therapy for years and years. And yeah, thanks, Allison. Uh, faith, always the same thing. When you can't get to gratitude, go to appreciation. So um, people that would come to me after years of therapy, like they'd hear me and I was like, whoo, like they just felt this like, whoo, like something like I kicked him in the butt. And, and they're like, you know, I've been doing therapy for a long time and I don't really feel like it's doing anything. Like I'm not really getting anywhere and life's not really different. Like I get to talk about, you know, I get validated, but like I'm living the same story. 
And like within a couple sessions, people would normally say, oh my God, everything's terrible. So after, after hearing that so many times, I decided to take the plunge and put myself out there for therapists to hate me. And, um, and I made a talk called the three reasons why talk therapy is ineffective. And yeah, anyway, I had a therapist yesterday listening to it. So she kind of agreed with me. So um, my next group of people are big after therapists that know that what they do isn't working. Um, so anyway, so three reasons why talk therapy is ineffective is also at my website. And it's another sort of free talk. But one of the things, one of the reasons is, is because and this gets back to Faith, what she said about like the deservability, the the belief I can do it. It's also the belief I deserve it. And a lot of times self-care is a form of love that we're not used to. Because we search love from others, and when we didn't get it, we make a story about it that means we're unlovable. And all of a sudden, now we want to do self-care, so we love ourselves more, but we're actually not giving ourselves love. And we're lo- and then we're looking for validation and love from other people, and then we're not getting it. And it's the sort of cycle of a core wound that we need to understand is going to keep getting in your way. So one of the reasons, and I even said this to this therapist I spoke to yesterday who was considering joining one of my programs, I said, I do this core wound exercise and self-care is a form of love that we're not used to. <laughs> well, Thanks, Allie. <laughs> well, right, because it's because we want to make ourselves better, but we have to. We also have to feel like we deserve it to get the results of it. Otherwise, it's temporary and it's fleeting. And if it's only to feel love for myself or to feel, feel love from somebody else, then it's conditional. Forget it if it's conditional. If it's conditional, game over. You're not going to do it because you're always giving your power away to the outside world to decide if what you're doing is working because you're looking for love in all the wrong places. So we have to come back into, I'm doing this for me, number one, end of story. And I'm doing it because I see what happens when I don't do it. I see what happens when I'm on this cleanse because I'm like literally releasing stuff that I've never seen before. Mucoid plaque. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, I think I want to keep going. Why? Because I don't want this in me. If I can, if I can take a couple more days, I'm hungry. I would like to eat solid foods. It's been like seven days, but, but all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, like this is so cool. Why? Because I will, I love myself, care about myself enough and can go, okay, it's okay. I can do this for two more days. I can eat on Friday. And like, just like give myself that space and time to really allow this stuff to come out of me. But what happens besides the fact that we all numb with food and alcohol, mostly uh, the overeating of the, of I don't feel good. I'm anxious. Let me eat something. Um, I don't feel loved. Let me feed myself and drink something and eat fun things that make me feel good temporarily. And that's fine. As long as it's in balance. And as long as it's, you do process your emotions at some point. But the deservability piece, the core wound piece, the, the therapist herself, like, doesn't do it. I knew she didn't do it because most of them don't do it. I was like, you know, it takes one. She's like, what's that exercise you were talking about? I said, it takes an hour. You do your core wounds. And now we have somewhere to work with because it always comes back to the same top three core wounds. And I've even created a map. So we go from core wounds to the core wound map. So the map is when you get triggered, it's usually one of these three wounds that automatically you have this response and then automatically you do these three things. Now, when you can see that pattern, now we can talk about how to change it. But when you just keep, when it's circumstantial and it's about this story and that person and my job and the yada, 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 right? Like we're never changing it because you can't control any of that stuff. So we have to understand that sabotage comes from some kind of core wound that you have and an inability to receive, an inability to concentrate on yourself, an inability to feel worthy of asking for what you want, an inability to... And I don't mean an ability like you can't do it. It's more of a deservability of taking, like if you're a people pleaser and you're always trying to help everybody else, all of a sudden giving yourself that time feels you feel guilty. Why? Because you've decided that your worthiness is based on how you help others. Mm -hmm. Well, how long is that going to last? Probably not very long. 
So at some point when you're burned out and you have adrenal fatigue, then you're in victim mentality because you're mad at all the people who you gave to for a long time, even though they didn't ask you to, but they enjoyed it and you felt worthy doing it. You have no one else to blame but yourself when you're depleted and go, well, how come I'm so depleted? Because you did not make an agreement with all those people that, hey, if I give to you for a long time, will you give back to me when I need it? They didn't agree to that. I mean, that would be awesome if you did, right? Then you could say, great, your turn. I'm tired. Give to me now. But we don't do that. We subconsciously just assume that I'm going to like give all of you. I'm going to put, I'm going to sacrifice myself for you. You're going to know it and you're going to appreciate it. And one day you're going to do it for me. No, it doesn't work that way. Right. Doesn't work that way. And even if you do ask them, they won't agree to it. No way. So, so when we have the self-doubt, it's really expanding ourselves personally, emotionally, understanding what we need to heal. What core wounds are driving your life? Because every, I'm sorry, but every topic you talk about, not you guys, I don't know what you're talking about, but you mean like any topic you're talking about over and over and over again, whatever themes, whatever patterns of complaints you have about people, relationships, whatever, blah, blah, all down to a couple, three core wounds that you have. And we don't get to heal them unless we know what they are and how they're ruling your life and what kind of belief systems they create in you. And it's really about interpretation. It's not necessarily through 10 different healing modalities of like Reiki and spiritual this and that and tapping. I mean, I mean, sometimes, sometimes, but sometimes the computer of the head, like I have a, a new client and she said to me yesterday, I was looking at her chart and she's got a lot of air signs and I already can tell what she does. And I said, Becky, here's what I want you to do. I said, your head, you're tired and anxious because you try to figure out shit in your head. Like you think, oh, I'm going to figure this out. Like logically, I said, no more. I said, you're going to use your head to be the interpreter of what your body tells you. Hmm. If you don't feel it in the body, if you don't get the messages either from above or from inside, and then the brain just determines what to do about it. But the answers are not in your brain. The answers are in your body or in source energy or what do you want to call God or spirit or universe or whatever. Okay. You're going to get the downloads or you're going to get the uploads from your body or from whatever and then the head is going to interpret it but the head isn't going to figure it out because if it does it's disconnected from being in alignment with who you are so taking all that in consideration a part of the the self-doubt and the out of being out of balance and being having adrenal fatigue and being so tired and being so stressed is a, a lot of us don't know how to receive we don't know how to receive i made a whole whole different plan this year with my business I'm barely working. <laughs> I mean, I worked a lot yesterday and I'm going to work a lot today, but I mean, we're under construction right now. I'm not in my office. This is not my normal thing. But yesterday I had four or five people reach out for coaching. I had, wow. I've, I, my podcast episodes are more this month with two episodes than they were last month with four episodes. And I, and so I'm like, I, and then I got two more members in my two or three more members. I'm like, what's going on today? Like yesterday was just like, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, I literally am doing nothing except trusting that there's yeah. like, think about prayer and meditation. Prayer is like asking for something. Meditation is when you receive the answers. You can't be both doing and receiving at the same time. Can't be both doing and receiving at the same time. And I've been doing a lot of doing. Allison too, you do a lot of doing, right? We're very good doers. Like we do, we do, we produce, we produce. I put content and content and content and courses and courses and courses and events and blah. I'm like, I, I do so much. And I'm like, okay, I'm done for now. I mean, not done. I'm just going to pull back, right? Yeah. 
So I'm going to pull back and I'm going to now let all the things I've put out into the universe work for me. That's where law of attraction is for me. I'm going to use leverage. I'm going to allow the energy momentum that I've created and put thrown out into the world to do its work. And then it's like, it's like having dip paying dividends off of your investments. I'm going to let it do it, let the money work for me and then just pay me. So I'm going to let the universe and this energy that I've put out there into the world. I'm just going to let here and be like, okay, I'm ready. I mean, it's crazy. All right, Food Heals Nation. Well, I hope you enjoyed that clip with JJ from Healthy AF. I always learn so much from her, even when I've heard it before, even when we've talked about it on different podcast episodes, whether it was on my show or her show, Spirit, Purpose, and Energy, or whether we are doing a training together where our skills and our knowledge really complement each other, I always learn so much. And sometimes we have to hear these things over and over again for them to really like settle in our brain space and really for us to take action and have the experience of doing the thing that we listen about, that we talk about, right? Anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. If you want to learn more about JJ, go to jjflazanes.com and of course, check out her podcast, Spirit, Purpose, and Energy. Food Heals Nation, I'm here hanging out with Tina from Just Thrive Health. And Tina, a listener question recently came up where someone said to me, I don't understand how a probiotic works if they don't have to be refrigerated. My understanding is that probiotics don't work unless they are constantly refrigerated until you swallow them. And I told her that wasn't true. However, I needed to go to the expert to actually explain it why. So Tina, tell us why it's important to have a spore-based probiotic and does refrigeration matter? Yes. What a great question. And I love when people ask this because it's one of the biggest myths out there in the probiotic industry. A probiotic does not need to be refrigerated in order to be a high quality or a good probiotic. In fact, if a probiotic needs to be refrigerated, it actually is a sign that it's a weak probiotic and not an efficacious probiotic. Because if you think about it, if a probiotic needs to be refrigerated, it means it can't even withstand the room temperature on the store shelf. So if it would die, you know, if, if a probiotic was on a store shelf over, you know, a period of a few hours, it would die just being on the store shelf then how in the world would it ever survive your body temperature, which is 98.6? And the answer is it doesn't. You know, a probiotic that needs to be refrigerated usually are made up of lactobacillus and bifidobacterium strains that are actually sensitive um, organisms. And we know that, that they can't because they can't even survive the room temperature of the store shelf. So with the spore-based probiotics that are found in Just Thrive, they don't need to be refrigerated because they're actually dormant when they are in the capsule. They're, they don't become live organisms until they get to the intestines. So when you swallow them, they go through your gastric system, they make it through that system alive. And when they hit the intestines, they go into their live vegetative cell state. So the biggest difference is that these you know, refrigerated probiotics actually can't withstand the room temperature, so therefore can't survive you know, your own body temperature, much less the gastric system. You know, your stomach acid is meant to be the gastric barrier. The overwhelming majority of probiotics on the market that are in the refrigerator are dying just from your body temperature and then definitely dying in the stomach acid um, and therefore making it you know, into your intestines dead. So it's essentially dead bacteria that get to your intestines. It makes so much sense that something that has to be refrigerated to stay alive would not survive the trip. 
from the mouth to the gut. It makes perfect sense. And Tina, before I met you years ago, thank goodness, and discovered Just Thrive Health Probiotics and the spore-based probiotic with the protective shell, I didn't know this. And so when I would travel, I just wouldn't bring my probiotics with me because I would think, well, I can't refrigerate them on the plane and things like that. And I had no idea that all I needed was some Just Thrive Health probiotics. So Food Heals Nation, make sure to get all your Just Thrive products over at justthrivehealth.com. And for a limited time, use the discount code FOODHEALS to save 20% off your order. Again, the discount code is FOODHEALS for 20% off. That is for the month of March. Thanks, Tina. You bet. All right. And next up, Laura Powers joins us to discuss how to manifest true health by setting healthy boundaries. This is a quick clip. If you want to hear the rest, if you want access to all of the trainings, plus two months of live training calls, just head over to foodhealsnation.com slash transformation. You can sign up there. It's just $333. We can get healthy AF together over the coming months. Roll it, Roxy. One of the things I wanted to make sure to talk about um, what is energy boundaries and the choices that we're making and the sort of universal algorithm of the universe. So uh, the analogy that the guys gave me, which I think is so beautiful, is that our minds and lives are very much like Netflix, <laughs> which I know might sound funny, but basically <laughs> whatever we are kind of choosing and engaging in our lives, we get set more of that very much like whatever we watch in Netflix, we get more of that in our queue. So there's, it's, there's no judgment here. It's just like, you know, if you watch a lot of horror movies, you're going to get more horror movies in your queue. If you like romantic comedies, you're going to get romantic comedies in your queue. Right. So just to have really strong awareness about that in terms of, um, you know, the choices that we're making. Um, and a lot of times people think they want, you know, something, but then the life choices they're making are completely different. And then they're frustrated. Like, why am I not getting, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is that I want and getting all these other things instead. And frequently it has to do with this. Like you can want and pray and ask for, you know, oops, sorry, let me silence this. Um, oh, it's Allie. I think she's just making sure, um, I'm just going to mm. sell her it's almost done. <laughs> um, so you can say you want X, Y, Z, but if you're making life choices that are not that consistently, you're not going to get what you want. You're, you're going to get what you choose. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important as you're kind of moving through life to really be aware of what is it that I'm choosing? And is this what I want in my life? And if it's not, then one of the most powerful ways to make changes and have better boundaries is to change the choices that we're making. Um, so for example, do you know, do you get the incorrect order restaurant and you're just like, well, that's okay. Well, you are telling the universe it's okay to not have what you want. Mm, wow. Right. Mic drop. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, wow. it sounds like that it's, it's simple, but it's, I have really found this to be the case. If you have service that is not the level that you want and you just silently accept it, you are also saying, I don't deserve the treatment that I want. Right. Wow. So, um, these kinds of things have a deep impact on what we receive. And, and I went from, uh, like deeply dysfunctional paradigm, you know, uh, abusive father, um, then this very toxic relationship with my ex-husband to 
such a contrast with, I work with clients who love and appreciate me. I have incredible friends and associates, you know, Ali's one of them, uh, you know, my whole paradigm for what I can have just completely shifted. You know, I have this incredible kind of jet setting lifestyle. I work with celebrities. I go to, you know, events, these glamorous events all the time for free, you know, red carpets, very cool things. And that's what I like. So that's not to say that that's what, you know, you want, but the point is I have created, you know, this incredible lifestyle from something that was actually very toxic and difficult and whatever that is for you, it's possible to create that. All right, Food Heals Nation, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Laura. Learn more about Laura at healingpowers.net. Boundary setting, I think, is the theme of my year. Early in January, I was like, I need to set some boundaries. And Laura and I had talked about boundaries and how important they were to manifesting the life that you want and understanding what you're saying yes to and what you're saying no to and how those shape our current realities, right? So I thought it was a great interview. Again, to learn more about Laura, go to healingpowers.net and you can check out her podcast, The Healing Powers Podcast. All right, Food Heals Nation, I hope you enjoyed those clips from some of the courses inside the Healthy AF program. We started it back in January at the beginning of this year, 2023, and we've had courses in January and February with amazing health experts. I've got a couple more coming on in the next episode that I'm going to share with you, a few clips. And of course, if you want access to the entire course, which is all the recordings from January and February, plus two months of live coaching calls with me, other experts, and other members of Food Heals Nation who are absolutely amazing, who are absolutely crushing it, who I'm so proud of and I'm so excited to work with every single week. Just head on over to foodhealsnation.com slash transformation. You can join our last two months just for $333. That's $333. And we can get Healthy AF together. So what is Healthy AF? It's a program where you can completely reboot your health, reset your body, allow you the energy and the clarity and the drive to live that healthy lifestyle that you have been dreaming about. It's not a quick fix. It's not an overnight success. This is making conscious choices every day to improve our health until it becomes an innate part of our lifestyle, until it becomes as habitual as drinking your morning coffee, which yes, I will try to convince you to switch to green juice, but you can have coffee too. I like both. During the course, you will be educated, inspired, and encouraged to gently change your habits so you can have a total health transformation in just a few months. And I'll give you all the tools that you need to continue to improve your health in every way possible with my four steps to transformation and beyond. You know what the steps are. I've talked about them. We're doing functional medicine testing to work with a functional medicine practitioner to determine the perfect diet for you, the perfect supplements for you, the perfect hormones for you, all that good stuff. And you know I have recommendations and a discount code. We're also doing the peptide therapy. We know the weekly peptides reduces our cravings, suppresses our appetite, and helps us achieve our goal weight. Then we're doing game-changing daily habits like moving our bodies every single day, adding more plants to our plates, getting the right amount of water that is called our hydration optimization and intermittent fasting. And these four simple practices can have massive results. And we're going to do it together in this group so we can get healthy 
AF. Then, of course, what we are talking about today, emotional healing, the law of attraction, manifestation, changing our relationships with food, identifying the underlying emotions that are holding us back from having the healthiest, happiest life, and heal those triggers for good. So if you join now over at foodhealsnation.com slash transformation, we have also slash the price because you're joining halfway through, you'll get access to all of the trainings from the last two months with myself and experts way smarter than me. You'll get to watch those replays and you'll get two months of live coaching calls with me and other experts as well, as well as other amazing Food Heals Nation members. And we have a lot of fun and we support each other. And it's just such a great group of badasses who are dedicated to healing themselves, to changing their health, to changing their lives. So you'll get the replays and then we meet every Wednesday for about an hour each week. Of course, I invite you to join live for the best experience, but replays will be available if you miss a meeting and you'll have lifetime access to the replays. You'll be supported by me and a team of experts hand-selected by me, and many of them are your favorites from Food Heals. Everyone's going to help guide you along your health and wellness journey. So if you're ready to get healthy AF and change your life in just a few months from now, imagine you can have all the tools and strategies and practices and the mindset to end emotional eating, to drop the body shame, to drop the body weight, to have more energy, to transform your life. Finally, find food freedom and get healthy AF. I'm just going to keep saying healthy AF. It's one of my favorite phrases. Then just head on over to foodhealsnation.com slash transformation and I'll see you there. Food Heals Nation, you know that unfortunately it's nearly impossible to get all of the nutrition that we need from our food. And that's why I'm all about my supplements. And one of my favorite products that I take every day is my AG1. AG1 is made by our friends at Athletic Greens. It's the daily nutrition that you need made up of 75 high quality whole food source ingredients, which are carefully curated to nourish all of the body's systems holistically. So all you do is you take one scoop of AG1, which tastes like pineapple, put it in eight to 12 ounces of cold water, mix it and drink it. And when you use my link to get your AG1, you're going to get free vitamin D3 plus K2 shipped directly to your door. Plus you're going to get five free travel packs of AG1. So you can take it with you on the go, in the car, in the plane, in the train, wherever your heart desires. So that's all over at athleticgreens.com slash foodheals and use the coupon code foodheals. And remember, AG1 is so much more than just your daily nutrition. It helps your digestion with prebiotics. It helps sustain your energy with adaptogens and nutrients. It helps with your clarity and focus, helps you stay in the zone. It is great for immunity support because it's got a blend of essential vitamins and minerals like zinc and vitamin C and functional mushrooms and it's anti-aging. Who doesn't want that? It supports healthy aging because it's packed with antioxidants and superfoods to counteract free radicals and promote healthy aging along with biotin and zinc. And it aids in recovery because it's packed with minerals that combat muscle cramps, balance stress, and assist in supporting a healthy circadian rhythm, aka helps you sleep. <laughs> so go on over to athleticgreens.com slash foodheals and claim your free vitamin D and five free travel packs when you purchase AG1 today. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately. 